Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 381 now of the Ron and Don Show. And can you believe it? Yep, we are right here in the Les Schwab studio. What's up, Ron and Don Nation? Coming up on the Ron and Don Show, Papa's brand new bag. No, Papa John's. You remember the owner of Papa John's, Papa himself, went sideways with the NFL. Then we found out he used the mm word on a call, and boom, he got booted. Now, Papa John's over in Russia. Yeah, you're not going to believe what they're up to. Before we get to that, though, we got to talk about daylight savings time because people think they want daylight savings time permanently. But do you want daylight savings time or do you want standard time permanently? Because we tried this 48 years ago and it didn't work out too well. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Elon Musk, he loves to pick fights with all kinds of people, all kinds of powerful people, all kinds of influential people. But now he's picking a fight with a brutal dictator, uh, letting uh, Mr. Putin know that he would like to fight him and his bear. I don't know if you've seen the picture. And it's interesting to see. When you see Putin without a shirt on, it's not that impressive, you guys. He's kind of fat. You can tell he hasn't done buys or tries. And also, I don't think he's done push-ups in probably 20 years. But he sits on this bear, and I think he was riding a horse, and and it's someone made the, some made the, the meme. Someone made the horse look like a bear. Is, the guy's like sixty nine though. Isn't he not, it seems okay for? I think he's maybe sixty nine or seventy years old. Maybe no. he should be having. His no, shirt I got like guys horse. in my gym that are sixty nine years old that are that are that are shredded. They look like Aquaman. They're unbelievable. Did you like the Patrick Duffy nineteen seventy eight? Aquaman was that show on for maybe eighteen months, two and a half years uh, before he went on to Dallas. Aquaman, it, yeah, I don't know how long it was, but it was quite quite the special effects. I back love Aqu- I hope Marvel brings Aquaman back. So before we get to that, all what is, what is your take on Vladimir Putin, and what is your take on Elon Musk? Because my thoughts are he must have a hell of a security force because I would think someone like Putin would take him out like that. And he's talking a lot of smack right now with the world leader. Unbelievable. He is. Like, I think Putin's got bigger fish to fry, as my dad would say, than Elon Musk right now. Interestingly, when you brought that up, it reminded do, me. Do you really mean that, fish to fry? That's my my dad would say. They got bigger fish to fry. Oh. Uh, there is a, um, an, an ex-oligarch that was on 60 Minutes Australia that offered a million-dollar bounty on uh, Vladimir Putin's head. And then he tried to back back it up a little bit or roll it back some because he realized that he was going to get in trouble. So I, I think that Elon is a publicity whore. He does know that this is going to get him a lot of press when he makes these boasts, that he wants to fight, bring your bear and all that stuff. But uh, I think it's also because Elon's way into that meme culture and, and sort of the Reddit crowd and all of that. I, I think it's his way to try to stir things up um and get more pressure going against Vladimir Putin within like, Russia itself, maybe. Yeah, within Russia. So within the world, like with a, with a younger generation that's that that's in Russia. I, I, I think so. I mean, that would make sense to me. Um, and it, it's clear that Vladimir Putin vastly miscalculated 
A, how easy it would be to roll over Ukraine. B, how prepared his his army was to do this. Really, it's still winter uh, in this part of, of the world. Lots of snow, lots of cold weather. Um, when gas shortages and the whole thing. And so I, I think he's finally lampooning him to try and help keep the pressure up. You know, you remember the Mel Brooks famously was like, the best way to fight fascists is to make fun of them and to use humor. And of course he did that by making fun of Hitler uh, with the movie, the producers and the play, the producers of going, Oh, is that right? I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Oh. He, a Jewish uh, man and lost people in the Holocaust. And he's like, the best thing that I can do mm. and what makes people of power that are dictators like that. And we saw this with the former president cannot stand to be made fun of very thin skin, uh, want to control every photo. And like, that's why, the late night comedians all use that one picture of the ex-president playing tennis at that bad, very bad angle because they know that it bothers him. Or when they flew the balloon of of him, right? In, you fly in, the, in a diaper and the, it followed it followed him all over the country, right? So like, interesting. Knowing if you're a dictator, you always want to be in control, always want to be powerful, you always want to be shirtless riding the bear. And so, if Elon Musk can make fun of that. And go, oh, you think you're powerful? I'm powerful. I would love to be a dictator. I just don't have time because I do this podcast. We have a real estate business. I'm doing Airbnb stuff. I'm rehabbing stuff. I'm trying to be a dad. I, I don't I don't have time to be a dictator. Plus, I don't have that table. I mean, the table that he sits at, and it's then he has, other, he has other brutal dictators sit at the other end of the table. That's, that, no, that's a real table. I know, but it's, it looks like an episode of... South Park or something. Well, people say it's because of COVID, but I think he would sit at the under. The he always other, makes people wait. The other end of that table, no matter He's what. always 20 minutes late to come in there and there, there's cameras rolling. See, I could do that. I'm, I, I You're could be, good at being late. I could, be, I could be 20 minutes late. You're too early, so you could never. You, you, I, I would be a horrible dictator. Yeah, I told my friend, I said, Ron is always on time. He's always early. And, and I said, he's going to come over, over to my house because that's where the Les Schwab Studios are. And I said, watch him pull up early and then he'll sit in the car and then right on time, I'll walk to the door. And so we, we, we watch you do that. So you would be, you would be a, a horrible dictator. Very bad dictator. What do, you th- what, do, what do you think the end game is with Russia and Ukraine right now? Because it seems to be getting a bit more brutal as we're recording this. Uh, it seems like they're going now after the civilian population. Uh, and it also appears like there's a lot of people in Ukraine that have dug in and they've already taken out somewhere between 230 and 400 Russian tanks. And they are being supplied with tank destroying weaponry by the West. Is this something that goes on for 10 days, 10 weeks, 10 months, 10 years? I don't know the timeline. The thing that sort of makes me pause, though, is if a guy like Putin feels like he's painted into a corner, he does have nuclear weapons. And would he he manufactured a fake reason to denazify Ukraine? He came up with a manufactured reason to invade another country. Could he come up with a manufactured reason to detonate a nuke somewhere? That That's the thing that... You know, people way smarter than me, I'm sure, in a room trying to calculate. Because, like, today, as we record the show, President Biden came out and called him a murderous dictator behind the presidential seal at a podium. So that's the first time through multiple presidents um, that a president of the United States has used that moniker with him. That is a very big deal. And he could take that and go, that's aggression. Do you think if – because the Germans were working on the bomb. They were about 18 months behind. 
my mom actually worked for one of the Germans that came over, was part of the Manhattan Project in, in New Mexico. And I was able to interview him, and I've told you that story before. When he, when he was captured, it was like, hey, do you want to die? Uh, do you want to go to prison, or do you want to come work on the Manhattan Project? He chose the Manhattan Project. Uh, and again, I can share that story an, an, another time. They were about 18 months behind. I have to believe if Germany had the bomb before Hitler died in that bunker, he would have pulled the trigger. He would have dropped the And bomb. as you see Russia right now, and their, their economy and the ruble starting to crumble, I think Vladimir, and that's the difference. People compare him to Hitler. It's completely different. Hitler, for that time, had a better mechanized army, probably the best mechanized army in the world. He had all these panzers. We had these Shermans that were pieces of shiznit. The difference was we just had a lot of them. We had lots of bombers. We had lots of Shermans, and we had lots of soldiers, GIs, airmen, sailors that we were willing to throw into battle knowing that they were going to die, right? This is very, very different because Putin... His army, man per man, is about as big as Ukraine army is. They're, they're about a million against a million. Uh, you see him using T-72 tanks. That is like Soviet-era technology that he sent into Ukraine because he thought, you know what? This is going to be easy. We can send in tanks from 1972. And the next thing you know, we're shooting down their helicopters. We're blowing up these tanks. But what he does have is he has over 8,000 nuclear warheads. More warheads than we have, right? We have around over 6,000 right now. Uh, together, between Russia and the United States, we own 90% of all the nuclear arms in the world. So for the Russia people- used to, and this is what's interesting. Ukraine used to have 1,800 of them, and they gave them away in order to have peace with Russia. And chances are, if they had to do it again, they would have never done that. That's why this has landed on their doorstep today. Well, here's the, the interesting calculus. If you're thinking about this, because we hear peace talks are on, peace talks are off. If you go down the peace talk route, you're going to have to allow Putin to save face somehow. So in other words, you're going to have to pacify his ridiculous assertions that he was denazifying and was justified in this attack. Or you have to take him out. The allies have to take him out. Those are your only two options. So either he remains in power and has a convoluted way to say that the emperor has clothes on, or you have to remove him. And by removing him, that's a relatively risky proposition. That's an inside job. And, yes. and a lot of people tried to murder Hitler, and you see how easy that was. So we will see you on that side of this. I would definitely recommend working with Ron and Don. Completely satisfied. 100% guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> if you're downsizing, upsizing, or right-sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. Hi, I'm Ollie. Hi, I'm Emmy. We are Team Greenland, and we sat down, down with Ron, Ron and Don. Don. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, we talked about pricing. We talked about staging. We talked about location, about what the market was like. He gave us so much information. We would have a game plan and there'd be a team helping us and we went for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks to Ron and Don, we got the house of our dreams under asking price, which just does not happen in this market. And we could not be happier. And we wouldn't have been able to be where we're at in terms of buying and renovating a house without his expertise and support. Uh, we got an offer, I think day one, that was twenty-five to 50000 over asking. I'm like telling my wife, don't you think we should take this? 
And she's like, no, we're sticking to this. We're going to wait till that offer review, review date, like Ron and Don said, waited till offer review date. And we had like seven or eight more offers and an offer a hundred thousand over asking. With Ron and Don, you get two great minds that perfectly complement each other. You get the data and analytics, you get the creativity, the drive, and the energy. They are, they are the complete package. If someone asked me, in fact, someone did ask me uh, recently how we sold our house so fast. And I said, well, we had a great realtor team. And that makes all the difference. Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at runanddonsitdown.com. What's going on, Ron and Don Nation? Did you know you can schedule your real estate sit-down with the guys? At rondonsitdown.com. That's rondonsitdown.com. And you'll get a free camp mug that says, I sat down with Ron and Don. I have 13 of them. Maybe even the guys will take you camping with your new mug. Now back to the show. All right, you guys. Welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. We're going to do something with headlines here. Uh, I'm just going to hit some headlines. I want to get your response. Kanye West. Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian. A lot of people are saying because of what Kanye West is doing, he was just banned from Instagram for going after Kim and Pete. Pete has reached out to him and just said, dude, you got to cool it. We see a lot of comedians like Steve Harvey and Dio, uh, is it Dio Hewley? Yeah, they're jumping in and like, dude, what's going on here? And, and Pete Davidson has actually been very nice to Kanye West. He's like, dude, you've talked about the fact that you have mental illness and what are you doing here, right? Nonetheless, uh, people now are saying they don't want to see Kanye at Coachella. And I'm kind of concerned that he's going to do something uh, when it comes to Pete Davidson. And I'm really concerned about Kim Kardashian and her fashion line. What are your thoughts here? Well, I'm not concerned about her fashion line. I'm concerned about Kim. Like, it's easy to land food. Kim Kardashian uh, for obvious reasons, but I was actually talking about this yesterday. You look at that family, um, Kylie, I believe, the younger one, over a billion dollar valuation in her cosmetics work. Uh, Kim Kardashian probably made three or four times what Kanye West made. Uh, she is close to approaching a billion dollar valuation with her various And she just passed the tiny bar in California, and her dad, we know, was a uh, got a woman wrongly convicted out of prison that's one more than i've ever done in my life so yeah she's easy to lampoon and there's a lot of stuff that is but your point is she's super successful she's very successful so i think that it wouldn't be beyond kanye i think to do something completely irrational like you said he's talked about openly his his struggles with mental illness and he has made legitimately great music over the years that of course doesn't give him license to do this. The thing that because he's stalking her, he's stalking her, and, and that's they her have Insta- children. And that's where Instagram said, "Okay, we're we're going to kick you off for a little while." And so he has access to the best lawyers money can buy. I don't know what their parenting plan looks like uh, in terms of what his access is to the kids. But if you are in that state of mind, you're not above using the children. You're not above, uh, you know, like we've seen tragedy in our own state pretending like you're going to do a child visitation when you're actually meaning to do harm to them and or their mom and or the boyfriend. It's like, that's a very volatile situation. That's my concern is that someone ends up dead here. Yep. Yeah. And, and Pete Davidson, you know, he was dating Ariana Grande. And then of course now he's dating Kim Kardashian. uh, And I don't know if she's still using the West or not, 
Um, it, it it's sad that the that celebrity in a sense has got us to the point where some people get you know LOLs lols on on this situation. I don't find it funny at all. Yeah, people think she's cashing in. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think she is. I think this is serious, and that's him not minding boundaries and not caring about her boundaries. And if, and if I can't have her, then I'm going to try to destroy. Yeah, her. Yeah, I can't have her. Nobody can have her thing. Yeah, let's pull, pull uh, and, and he he used possessive language like that from day one with her. But like North, their first child has got to be old enough to put this together now that kid's got to be at least 10 or 12 years old by now yeah uh and probably has access to phones or the internet and and her friend group at school or whatever is telling her like my son's 11 and he could he could figure that out so all right uh headline number two what what's it been like watching russell wilson russell wilson and his whole family dressed in bronco orange Seriously, what's that been like for you? Because you have a Seahawk uh, shirt on today, and I and I know that your family are all Bronco fans. But but what is what, yeah, is, Ron, got, what is Ron's reaction? I grew up a Bronco fan. It's funny. I was talking to our old coworker Danny O'Neill about this. Oh really? He now does a podcast, and he's a, a freelance writer in New York. He moved. Oh, his his awesome. wife got a a really great cool. uh, opportunity in New York, and so he lives in New York. Uh, and he's so. Well, I was talking to Danny about this, and I said, I'm not rooting against Russell Wilson and I'm not rooting for him because he was never and I didn't do that when he was here and I actually caught a lot of heat for that on Cairo because he always came across as corny and disingenuous to me and and I, we were and we were the Seahawks station, we were the Seahawks so, station. So sometimes there's a little pressure to go hey dude what do you what do you what do you what do you what do you, right. and look what no do you, what further, do you doing with the national treasure Russell Wilson look no further and go to go to Twitter and look up um Mr. Unbelievable or Mr. Unattainable. He just did some cringeworthy things like like having a videographer when he pro- proposed to Sierra, doing a big sem- a summit on celibacy, and then your child comes out like eight months after you get married. So like there's a lot of hypocrisy <laughs> and just corniness. Oh, you were counting the months, were you? And so it was always... Uh, I mean, I'm not rooting against him. It would be great if the Broncos have success. But the way that he played it, it just it was off putting to me. What about you? Well, you follow the NFL. I'm asking you. You're not. I'm asking. Final, final final headline here. What is what is your take on March Madness? I try to not get sweep sweeped up in in it, but I I think I got swept. Um, I only know that like Arizona is a top seed and I've heard Gonzaga or Gonzaga. I don't know how we say oh, it now. You're, these days. you're not, you're not mixed up in the madness. Uh, I'm not, you're I too busy sucking. hating Russell Wilson. I am like, I, I, there's part of me that's like, I used to fill out a bracket, also, but I don't know anything about college basketball. Those are the people that win when you don't know, you don't know. You just, you, you're going to put the Cinderella in and you have a better shot for not knowing statistically. All right. So I should do the $5 pool somewhere. You, 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 you'll win millions of dollars. I'm always like, okay. You should build the bracket up. The number one seeds are always going to win. And now you're down to the, you know, the 32. And like, I just don't, I don't know enough about all it. All right. Russell Wilson hater. We'll see all you guys, all you guys uh, in about a minute. <laughs> Hey, you guys, what's going on? We're here with Mitch Weeks from Mitch.Loans. Mitch, I want to ask you, a long time ago in my 20s, I was in the car business. I used to buy cars wholesale. 
And I'd stand in an auction lane and I'd call some of my partners and they'd say what the car looked like. It was either a triple dippled diamond, which would be like a turnkey house if we're talking houses and cars, or it might be something called a roach or an edge box, meaning this could be a really cool car, but it needs some work. Houses in an upmarket, everybody wants the triple dipple diamond. Everybody wants the turnkey. But where you can really create value for yourself is going out and buying that roach or something that's a little edgy. From the people have those, I spent all this money on this house and I have nothing left for renovation. Talk to us a little bit because we have mortgage products out there for people that may need some money back in order to finish that kitchen, right? Yeah, and that's what we do. We have rehab loans and we have construction loans, and they're as little as 5% down, and you get to use the rest of that money in order to build that new kitchen you want. That new You can build from the ground up, or you can just do a big rehab on a house that just needs a little finishing work to make it what you want. All right, you can find out more at Mitch.Loans. Tell them Ron and Don sent you, and you get that one half percent back on the value of your loan. That's Mitch.Loans, NMLS 169-1573. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. And again, if you need us, we do get more for your door. All you have to do is go to Ron and Don, sit down, and uh, let's sit down uh, today. A few more headlines here before we get out of here. Uh, Daylight savings time. Senate has said, hey, let's abolish it. House is going to vote. And what's interesting is there are a lot of states, 16 other states. They're not abolishing daylight savings. They're abolishing standard time. Yeah, there's a, there's 16 other states that would love to move in, 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 in the same direction as Hawaii and Arizona, but they can't without federal approval. Looks like we're about to get this approval. They tried this 48 years ago. It didn't go very well. What are your thoughts on daylight versus uh, standard? I, for a long time, my favorite day of the year is when that time changes. Um, winter, and as much as I wish that it didn't, it what about your birthday? But more better than my birthday, really. I th- that I find in living, you and I have talked about this off, better than off your air. birthday, yes, off air. That the longer you live in the Pacific Northwest, those winters right around January, February, they start to affect me. Yeah. For a while, I was like, maybe I have seasonal affective disorder, or I bought one of those lamps to try to just get some natural light. Like, yeah. it, it affects me. So that when we can get longer days, mm. I, it, I I look forward to it more than my birthday, for real. Huh. So I'm, I'm very much on that board. The criticism 48 years ago, which I will have to lo- volley back to you, the main criticism was it's depressing to take our kids to school while it's still dark. Yeah, that was the problem. People in certain parts of the country. So they, I don't have any kids. They, they, might, they may not see daylight until 930 in the morning. And so that was the criticism for people that go to bed early and, and get up early. So right now, I might head to bed around 9, 930. That'll change with more daylight. And then I typically get up between 430 and 5. That, that, that cycle for me would change and I'll go to bed later. Like last night, I was working late into the evening and the work I did last night, I would usually do this morning. So I think you really just have to, it, 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 it's a mindset and we all do this when we travel. 48 years ago, a lot of people didn't travel. We all travel now, not only around the country, but around the world. 
And and I think we're used to it. And I think would, we can take. It. Would it bother you to? Does it bother you to take your son to school when it's dark out versus when it's you light know? As out? long as I have a son and I get to take him to school because right. I I love every day, man. And I I that's I, what I would think. But yeah, it, it I, apparently used to bother people forty eight years ago. A yeah, lot. the thing that bothers me is that I didn't have more sons like him because it's it's it, he is my favorite thing in my life. So finally, uh, Papa John's. We all know what happened a number of years ago, Papa. Uh, who started the Papa John's pizza business. And I think he started it at a bowling alley in a closet. Uh, then he went on to have thousands of locations. Uh, he lost that job as far as being the director. Of the He was pushed out, right? Because the CEO, CEO, he got pushed out. And the director, he sat on the board because he used the, word, the N-word on a call. And then he tried to explain it. And he couldn't explain it. So he got the boot. Nonetheless, he's trying to get back in now, do a hostile takeover of that business. Papa John's in Russia that is controlled by someone completely different. They're saying, you know what? We're staying here in Russia. And there's other businesses like the Koch business, for instance, right now. They said, we're going to continue to do business in Russia. And Ron, they said they're keeping a lot of people employed. The Russian people aren't to blame for what is happening. It's Vladimir Putin. And it would be horrendous for us to pull out of Russia in the same way that McDonald's has done this. And I think they're losing $50 million a month, McDonald's says, because we're keeping people working. And and Russians, the Russian people should not be punished. Is this a smart business decision here? Or do you think Papa needs to get a brand new bag and pack his bags and get the hell out of Russia? I, I've been convinced. We talked about this a couple of shows ago, and I've been convinced now that unfortunately Russians are going to need to suffer uh, to to change regimes there. And that's, I wish there was a easier way to do that. That was less of the burden on, on normal people, but companies need to pull out. Uh, we've crushed their economy. We need to continue to crush the economy and that impacts the people at the bottom disproportionately more. But after really reading that and thinking deeply about it, 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 it violates my sense of fairness uh, and like I have compassion for those folks that work in pizzerias in Russia, but th- I think that's the only way they are wrong. They need to, to, to fall in line, pull their operations, close those 191 stores. And if enough Russians suffer, they will see Vladimir Putin for what he is. Well, he- someone needs to go, someone needs to go kill that guy. Right. It's an yep. ins- that's an inside job. He lives in a huge billion dollar palace. He is completely isolated. And there's a reason he's isolated, because he knows that, that people are coming for him. So and, and they are. There has to be people within that government. And we know that there were 300 people that were after Hitler. And that's why he began to live in isolation as well. And then ultimately uh, died in that bunker. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to episode 381. We really appreciate it. If you want to sit down with us, if you want to talk about real estate, buying, selling, things like leverage, investing, vacation homes, Ron, I can help you with that, right? Yeah, go to ronanddonsitdown.com. And you also, do you have the phone number in front of you? It's because uh, oh. I, all I know is the spelling thing. Uh, you can text the word sit down to 206 biz hee hee. That's how I remember this. I'm going to say that 206 249 4343. Text the word sit down to 206 249 4343. And if you miss that, just hit rewind. It's a 30-second rewind on your podcast. Or 206 Biz Hee Hee. Yeah. 
Don't forget, we get more for your door. He's Ron and I'm Don. If you need us, just reach out. We're right here for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Hey, until next time, 382. Yeah. Episode 382 is right around the corner. You're listening to the Ron and Don Radio Network. Keep your head up and your shoulders back, and we'll see you next time, you guys. No, only. Only! On the Ron and Don Radio Network. You can't leave without the only. Only! Now keep your head up and your shoulders back, and keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network.